We Turned Out Okay is a show about children and families. You get to see into the mind of a child development expert, and you'll learn tons about kids and why they do what they do. It's for grown-ups, so it's not always G-rated. But it's almost always PG. And we'll let you know when it's PG-13 or higher. Also, you can expect some rabbit holes and detours. But we return to the topic at hand. Besides, rabbits are awesome. What have you got against rabbits? Anyway, sit back, relax, and prepare to learn about how to stay sane while raising your little kids. Enjoy the show! Come on, guys! We turned out okay. The modern parent's guide to old school parenting. I want to hang upside down from the swing set. Welcome to We Turned Out Okay with host Karen Locke Cole. I want to climb to the top of that tree. And now, here's your host, Karen Locke Cole. Hello and welcome to episode 284 of We Turned Out Okay. This is the show where we are always helping you change your child's behavior from bad to good, feel happy inside, and truly enjoy the time you spend with your family. I am Karen Locke Culp. I am a parent coach. I am a child development expert with degrees in early childhood education and human development and family relations. I am the author of two books about uh, how to get your kids to do what you want them to do instead of what they want to do. And I've got um, a forthcoming book on the way. It's the second in the Your Child Explained series. And um, I'll, every, basically everything I do, I do for parents and um, particularly parents of young children. I just love, first of all, I love this age in terms of children. I think that that young children, early childhood is a fascinating age and um, I think it it at the same time, it, it can also be quite a terrifying age if you uh, don't even if you do have God, I was f- completely freaked out about being a mother, <laughs> you know, um, until I got to know my kids a little bit and 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 realized that, like, I didn't have to worry quite so much. But that took me a while because I'm just that kind of a that kind of a person. So if that's where you are, I really hope this show helps you. Uh, I, I that's what I want to do is be helpful. So. I um I have a parent coaching community, a private coaching community, and one of the moms in it recently wrote in that uh, she had had a tremendously overwhelming parent-teacher conference, and her four-year-old boys um were the the were the subject of that conference, and she felt overwhelmed. She felt like everybody was talking at once. She was really super frustrated, and one of the things that she said. <laughs> which I still cannot believe is she had been told by the teachers that there is no way to teach social skills, which I just find this absolutely mind blowing. So the question here that we're asking at the top of the show is true or false. Is there, I'm sorry, true or false. There is no way to teach social skills. So if you haven't guessed from the tone of my voice yet, that is patently false of course we can teach social skills. In fact, it's vital that we do. Teaching social skills is one of the most important functions that we have as other people in society, as, as human beings, you know. Um, I have three ways, three easy steps for you to teach your child social skills. I am still, my jaw is just on the floor that, that, that anyone, least of all a teacher, would say there's no way to teach social skills. 
I am, I'm, I'm blown away by this. Um, so of course, the first thing I needed to do was jump on the microphone and tell you guys, yes, 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 we can teach social skills. In fact, we must. And here is how. <laughs> so in three easy steps, here's how to teach social skills. And I'm going to do step one before the break, then we're going to have a quick break, and then we will come back for steps two and three. Step one is expose your kids to other kids. <laughs> yes, it is just that easy. Bring your children out into the world. And I actually, I say it's just that easy, but I know how difficult it is because you are... Um, likely at the end of a long day by the time it occurs to you that, oh, we need to hit the library or we still have half an hour's daylight left. Let's go to the park. Or if it's a weekend and, you know, you you didn't want to get up as early as you usually have to get up on the weekdays and you just want to stay home in your pajamas and you're all introverts anyway. <laughs> a lot of that happens in a lot of um, a lot of families. It certainly happened in ours. My oldest son, myself and my husband are all introverted. Um, ben and Max are are really introverted and I am an ambivert, which means sometimes I'm an extrovert and I get my energy that means from being with others. And sometimes I'm an introvert, which means I need solitude and I get my energy from, re I recharge my batteries from being alone. And um, so the three of us were, were uh, just doing our introverted thing. And then along came Jay, who is an extrovert, like, like, no other. I mean, he's just, he, re it's been really interesting because when he is isolated, it, you know, if he, if he's sick for a week or he um, hasn't been able to get out because it's wintertime and nobody can go anywhere, you know, that we usually like to do, he really, really suffers. He just doesn't have the same capacity that we do to sort of like fall into that solitude and be comfortable with it. it it's draining for him. He can do it, <laughs> but it's really draining for him. And uh, that's basically the definition of introvert and extrovert. Um, so if that is you, if you're like, oh, God, I just don't want to go out into the world, I, I completely 100% sympathize. Um, I have been there. I know exactly what that is like. And yet, and yet, um, exposing your kids to other kids is how they start to learn to be social. It's how you can start to teach them social skills. Because um, what being social is, is understanding others' social cues and responding to them. So, uh, for example, my youngest, when he was in preschool, if he was nervous, we would go, you know, I drop him off at preschool and he would balk like a chicken. Like he would just sit there going, balk, 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 balk. <laughs> it's really quite funny. But I did worry at the time that like he was going to not make friends or everybody would think he was weird or something. And, um, and it didn't matter at all. Like the other kids were perfectly fine with that. And, uh, and then he outgrew it. And frankly, we miss it a little bit. Like we don't, he doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> you know, he hasn't done it probably since he was like five, but um, it was really quite adorable and not something to worry about. But he, it, like it didn't, it also didn't get him very far with, with, you know, being friends with the other kids. I, I never once witnessed another kid following him around and also balking like a chicken. Actually, Jay used to do it when he was nervous. So like it wasn't, he typically wouldn't start off a conversation with a kid by balking, you know what I mean? But if he, if he felt nervous, he would sort of, sort of retreat into himself a little bit and go, buck, 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 buck. <laughs> we had chickens. I think we had just gotten chickens. So maybe that's why, um, that's why they came up for him. But anyway, uh, 
just exposing them to other kids and and having them be out in the world. It's the only way to, it's the only way for us to really um, understand others and 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 that not everyone does everything exactly like we do in our house and not everyone speaks the same language even you know not everyone um plays the same way and and the more kind of social knowledge we can have because we've been exposed to other people the better um of course i mean done within everybody's comfort zone so you're you know if you're going to go to the park and you think for your own introverted self you can do half an hour don't stay for 3 hours like um, everybody's needs do need to be met. But one of those needs is to be exposed to other kids. So that is step one, expose your kids to other kids. And then you're on your way to teaching them social skills. And uh, so coming up after the break, we've got two more ways for you to expose, uh, for not expose your kids to other kids. We've got two more ways for you to teach your child social skills. So stay tuned for that. It's coming right up. Welcome to the break for episode 284. This show today, I've been waiting so long to get to this one. It, as you know, because you're halfway through it, is all about teaching social skills, uh, which which one of our Ninja Parenting community members was told that could not be taught, which just blew my mind. So that's why we're here today learning about how to teach social skills. And I always do some related things to the podcast episode that drops in a week. I have two free live things that I do on Mondays in Facebook. I do a magic words for parents video Facebook live. Um, It's super quick. I just try to teach one quick thing you can take into your parenting week. That's why I do it on Mondays. And this week's is called one thing you can say to teach social skills. And then the YouTube live that I do on Thursdays, these are embedded right in the post. So you can find this and actually everything I talk about today at weturnedoutokay.com slash 284, because this is episode number 284. And the YouTube live that I will do Thursday is called, Can I Teach Social Skills? If so, how? And I uh, I know you're halfway through this, so, so you'll know this already that yes, social skills are possible to teach. And the way that I do it, is I try to take the YouTube live and make it be just a distillation of what's happening in this podcast episode. So you can have a quick place to go watch a quick video and and learn how to um, how to Im- improve your child's social skills. That's what's going on this week. Anyway, um, you can also subscribe in YouTube so that you uh, get you'll get a notification when I go live, which I do usually sometime on Thursdays. Um, sometimes it's earlier, sometimes it's later, but it's, it's, I like to do those on Thursdays. That's where it fits best into my schedule. So I want to give you a heads up because I was just talking about the magic words for parents that I do in our Facebook live in just a few weeks, I am, I'm going to offer a free program in the Facebook group. It's a week long program. I'm calling it independence week. And it is going to be all about how to gain independence, not just for your child, but for you. I'm talking about how to free yourself of the frustrating things that parenting can sometimes bring. Um, We've had people talk about I've had parents share with me their struggles with letting their child be independent, for example, being able to pull away from being a helicopter parent so that they can watch their child kind of make decisions and, and, and gain independence themselves. 
And really what I wanted to do in this week, I'm very excited about it. It's it's going to be July 8th to 12th. And so I'm actually putting the link in our podcatcher. So if you scroll down right in, right in your podcatcher, right in these show notes, without having to go to the website, you will find the link to join that Facebook group because I want I want to make this as easy for you as possible. Get in there so that um, you can get catch the magic words for parents, but also so that you can you can be in there for Independence Week where I'm going to offer a video every single day. Um, the first four will be different aspects of gaining independence for yourself and for your child. Um, and then the fifth day is going to be, I'm taking everybody's questions. I'm inviting questions all week and I'm going to take them and I'm going to address them in a final video um, on that Friday, the 12th of July. So so that's your heads up. Um, go and sign up and become a part of our Facebook group because I think you, you're going to really, really appreciate this. Um, gaining independence for you and for your child and just being happier in your parenting. In our parenting news segment this week, I'm so excited. I've been waiting. Again, like what's happening now is that with the parenting news, um, I started this segment several months ago thinking like maybe every once in a while I will have some kind of parenting news to share. And what's happened is it's really, really snowballed. And now um, I'm I'm a couple of weeks ahead in terms of the parenting news. But this one, uh, as I say, I've been super excited to get to. It is, I'm sharing about a podcast, which isn't necessarily about parenting. But if you live in the United States, I think it's going to be very compelling to you. Uh, Or if you live somewhere else and you want to learn about the, the interesting we'll just call it interesting aspects of our healthcare system here in the United States. Um, there's a a podcaster, a reporter, an investigative reporter named Dan Weissman. So interesting footnote, Dan Weissman is married to friend of the podcast, Devorah Heitner. And um, she's super helpful in terms of helping you understand how to help your child with the digital world, navigating their digital world. And so it is absolutely no surprise to me that Devorah's husband, Dan, is as creating as cool things as he is because um, they just seem like such a great couple. And the Arm and a Leg podcast is what Dan's podcast is called. Um, it's, I, I think, as you can surmise from the title, it is about how healthcare in the United States costs an arm and a leg. And he features stories of like real people in the U.S. and what they're going through and what they've done about it. And just like he helps to, uh, he helps us kind of understand and deconstruct the healthcare system and, um, you know, helps to make you feel like you're not alone if you're feeling really super frustrated, but also they've, he's got some really great ideas for, um, for how to navigate it. And, uh, this is the, the, the second season of this show has just started and it came to my attention because, uh, Dan Weissman in this episode, in the, in this season, he highlights the very first episode is about a, a, a family um, a couple named Caitlin and Corey Gaffer, who uh, the episode is actually called We Thought We Had Adulted Properly. And so they did everything they could think of to make it so that when they had their first child, their healthcare situation was stable and steady. And um, that really, really blew up in their faces. And it's just such an interesting episode of the show. Um, But I highly recommend the whole show. I mean, maybe start with that one, but then go on to the whole show. I will link to it in the show notes, but you can get to Dan's podcast, the Arm and a Leg podcast, by going to armandalegshow.com. That is all one word. 
Um, again, a great show, great title. It's really hopeful and makes me feel like I'm not alone because <laughs> we all have our healthcare struggles. So, so go and listen to that. That's this week's parenting news segment. Next, I want to tell you about how my training is going. I am in training to get a book published for you if you are the parent of young children about how to educate your young child. In fact, the book is called Educating Happy Children, Nine Ways to, let me see if I can remember the subtitle, Nine Ways to Help Your Kid or nine ways to help kids learn what they need to know. Educating happy children, nine ways to help kids learn what they need to know. And um, I, last week I shared that I was, well, first of all, I shared a huge thank you because I am getting a lot of support as I do this. I'm getting a lot of emails and a lot of um, just notes and social media and shout outs and stuff like that um, in Instagram and Twitter uh, as I say, at Karen at weturnedoutok.com. I thank you so much for those. I really, really appreciate the support. Um, it has gotten me this far, which is to say the, the first draft is done. It is off to the editor. By the time this show um, goes live, which will be, I'm recording it early, but it, you know, I'm recording this break before it will go up, but this show is going to be up on June 25th. And hopefully by then I will have gotten edits back from my editor and um, I'm excited about all that. So the training in general is going well and I'm excited about it. I did share in last week's episode, in the break for last week's episode, that I wanted to get you the some cover choices. I wanted to be able to do a survey and get some cover choices. And as yet, I have not been able to do that. I have had a flare up um, of my chronic, well, my tendon disorder. I don't like to call it a chronic illness. I'm not sure if that is a medically accurate diagnosis. It's not a chronic illness like somebody who gets lupus, for example, or something like that. Um, it is, but it, it is chronic in the sense of I do have it all the time. <laughs> um, and what happens is if I am stressed or if I overuse particular tendons, they form scar tissue. And I have irritated, I've flared up some of the tendons in my forearms and hands and thumbs. Um, there's just a lot to do in the world with your forearms, hands, and thumbs. And sometimes I screw up. And so I haven't been able to pay as much attention to this cover as I wanted to. And so I'm honestly not sure if there will be a, a link to the survey. I wanted to get out a survey of different covers so that I could ask you to vote on them. And I, I realize how important this is. A book is so much more fun and accessible when you have a cover to visualize. Um, and I love making them too. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I'm not the best at them, of course, but I, I'm having fun with them and, um, I want to keep doing it, but I, you know, right. Like I said, I'm, I'm struggling. So I may end up having to kind of shop this one out and, and, uh, see what someone else, a designer could do for me. Um, but in the meantime, I just want you to, I just want you to know I'm trying as hard as I can to recover, to get the cover out or a multiple covers so that you can vote on them. That's what I really, really want to do. So, um, so a little setback there, but we are always pushing forward and I'm still hopeful that this book can be out to you in mid August. That's my goal. Um, we will, you know, keep our fingers crossed. So that's what's happening with the training. Um, again, thank you so much for, for looking me up, shouting me out in, in uh, Instagram or Twitter, both of those places, I'm at we turned out okay. And you can always go to my email address, Karen at we turned out okay.com if you want to uh, give me a shout out as well. And thank you, thank you so much. That's what makes the book move forward. 
This week, I'm really excited because I try to share about a free guide that I offer every week. And and this week, it's not just a free guide, it's a whole entire free class. If you're listening to this in real time, which would be June the 25th, this coming Thursday, June the 27th, I'm offering a free online parenting class called How to Help Kids Get Along with Other Kids. <laughs> Does your child struggle to get along with siblings, classmates, cousins, or at the playground? Do your kids push, hit, or even bite to get their way? Let me help. Sign up for the free online parenting class I am teaching this coming Thursday, June 27th. You will learn what's most important when thinking about kids dealing with siblings or other kids, the three keys to good child and sibling relations, how to overcome one crucial factor that impedes a child's ability to get along with other kids, which principles to adopt and which to drop in helping kids get along. You can watch it live at 2 p.m. on Thursday, June 27th. And to do that, you need to sign up for the link I will share in a minute. Um, Or you can sign up to catch the replay at your convenience. Start summer off right by learning how to help your kids get along with other kids. Sign up at this link. It is weturnedoutok.com slash siblings. And the reason for that is because this is the distillation of all the things that I've been teaching for the last three months in the Ninja Parenting community. Uh, I have a parent quarterly focus. Just one of one tiny part of the Ninja Parenting community is a parent quarterly focus, and it's been on sibling and child relations. So that's why the link is weturnedoutok.com/siblings. So come to this class, sign up for it, learn all about how to help your kid get along with other kids, and um, I, I really hope it's helpful. I'm excited. I'm preparing it now, and I'm I, as I say, I'm really really excited about it. Okay, today's show. This is exciting. Today's show is sponsored by Julian Coffee, and I will play a word from the amazing Julian Kimmel on his hopes for Puerto Rico and Puerto Rican farmers in a moment. This sponsorship pays for production, editing, and web hosting for We Turned Out Okay. But before we get to that, my time in creating this show is supported by the members of our Ninja Parenting community. If you're listening to this show, you'll know that I specialize in helping parents get out of a negative space, get past the tough parts of raising kiddos, and get into the fun stuff. I can do way more of that in NPC than I could ever do on We Turned Out Okay. For example, recently I helped a mom handle it when her daughters kept tattling on each other about all the things the other one was doing. We've got so many ways in NPC to address the problems you face in your real life with your children. Live members-only calls, courses and challenges, and daily interactions – Days and days worth of content, all available in an online workspace that's always accessible 24-7, 365. I want to help you get to the fun stuff. I want to help you feel that true connection with your young child. And if you're not there yet, I want to help you navigate the tough stuff to get there. If you are not a member yet, go to weturnedoutok.com slash work with me to become one. And now a word from our sponsor. Ben and I are so appreciative of today's sponsor, the very first we've ever had on the show. We wanted to make sure that any sponsor would offer something you would love and would be an absolutely out-of-this-world company. And we have found that with today's sponsor, Julian Coffee, on the web at juliancoffeepr.com. Julian sources his coffee in Puerto Rico, which is why the coffee is so unique and delicious. I have tried it and I absolutely love it. And I love knowing that the people who grow it get paid a fair wage. 
If you want to start your day with an amazing cup of coffee while supporting the people who produced that amazing cup of coffee, and also while supporting this show, go get yourself some Julian coffee. Go to juliancoffeepr.com and use the code MOM, that's lowercase m-o-m, to get 10% off. Or you can use that same code in Amazon by clicking the link in the show notes or searching Julian Coffee on Amazon.com. And now a word from Julian himself. What are your goals for Julian Coffee for the company? The goal is to bring back all the possible potential of the coffee industry in Puerto Rico, meaning, you know, Puerto Rico is only so big. I think it's about like 100 miles by 40, and the coffee section is only a a portion of that. So I just want to make all the possible land that the coffee can be grown on to be growing coffee and to hire as many people as needed to pick the coffee and dry the coffee and just to be part of the process. And that would really, I believe, help Puerto Rico, help the economy, help the people that live in those areas. It's kind of inland where the coffee has grown. Mm -hmm. And so that's the goal, just to bring back all the possible potential, every square foot of land that can grow coffee to be growing coffee. That's a great goal. And you've talked before a little, you were talking before about how the people there make an American wage. And just how exactly. important that is, because people there are, yeah. they are living, um, they're able to have a, a, a better life because they can, you know, they can earn money from, from their own land, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's cool. I'm so thankful to Julian Kimmel of Julian Coffee for supporting We Turned Out Okay, for sponsoring We Turned Out Okay. And I'm thankful to you as well when you support the show and enjoy this yummy coffee by clicking the link in the show notes or going to juliancoffeepr.com, where you can use the code MOM, that is lowercase m-o-m, to get 10% off. And you can use that same code in Amazon. Use the link in our show notes or search Julian Coffee in Amazon and use MOM, code MOM, lowercase M-O-M, to get 10% off. When you do, you're supporting Puerto Rican farmers, this show, and you're getting a fantastic cup of coffee. So go do it. And now, on with the show. Okay, back from the break. And just as a little refresher, we are talking about how to teach social skills. We have firmly established that it is true, it is false that there is no way to teach social skills. It is true that we can and in fact do teach social skills. It's what we do as humans. (laughs) So step one was expose our kids to other kids. Step two is, and this again, this is an easy one, although it's easy on the surface, but it's maybe not so easy when you come to think about it. It is let them play. And by this, I mean, let them play with others without you in an open-ended way. Like, like just put them together and see what they do. Um, if you can, if you're in a place where, where noisiness is permitted, you're, for example, if you're on a playground or something, um, or if you're in a field, or if you are at the beach, um, I'm not saying don't supervise, okay? Um, I think there's a really important distinction between let your kids go into the world and don't care about what they're doing or, or you know, kind of where they are um, and like having a real hands-off approach, um, talking to other parents 
watching, observing instead of intervening. Um, even if it looks like there might be a conflict, see what your child does with it. Now, the only exception to that is if your child is uh, doing something hurtful to somebody else, you, you, I, I believe you're obligated to go and help resolve that. Um, but it, for the most part, kids are going to play really well together because like that's part of life is, is it's instinctive. We all know how to play and, um, letting even the youngest kids sort of loose to do that is going to help them develop social skills. And I was so proud of this, this same mom that I referred to at the beginning in our ninja parenting community, because she, um, she said, uh, at some point in, I believe it was in conversation. She said, I got my kids out. We went out, um, they went to one of those like uh, fast food restaurants with like the indoor play space. And, um, she said, I brought my kids there and they made friends. They spoke with other kids and they played together and they made friends. And this was a huge milestone. Like, I'm so proud of her. If you're listening, I'm so proud of you because that's exactly how we teach social skills. We, we let our kids play. Um, I'm sure that she was making sure that they were safe and I'm sure that, um, she was also taking a hands-off approach and letting them play without intervening. So that is step two, let them play. Um, and step three is, I guess, you know what, before I move on to step three, I guess one caveat I should say is let them play with non-screeny things. Um, I do believe that there is a time for screen time. I'm not against it at all. I think screens are tools, um, but they, they get in the way of open-ended play. So um, sitting your child down or, or allowing your child to sort of be plunked in front of a computer at the library or a shared device, you're just not going to get the same level of open-ended play if you, you actually don't get open-ended play because um, the computer is or the, the software is telling your child what to do. That is the exact opposite of open-ended play. So, so um, open-ended play is building blocks together. It's running around together. It's kicking a ball. It's rolling a ball. It's um, uh, spinning until we get so dizzy that we fall down. It's, it's, um, it's any number of things that we humans just do that's very hands-off, very playful. I'm actually thinking, and I will link to this episode in the uh, in the spring or summer. I think it was probably summer of 2018. I got to speak with Charlie. Oh, my goodness. I'm totally blanking. How is that possible? Okay, well, I got to speak to a wonderful guy, a dad of a toddler at the time, who has written a book called play it away. And I don't have it on my shelf in front of me because one of my kids is reading it right now. But what I will do is I will link to my conversation with the author of play it away. Um, because he has an incredible story of he got so anxious. And so he he was so depressed and so anxious. And the reason was because he didn't have as an adult, any open ended play in his life. And what helped was was getting that was working that back into his life um so i'm going to link to that i'm going to link to that episode uh so that you can have it and you can listen to it so um yes let them play is number two and let them play in a without screens and just in an open-ended way inside outside doesn't matter as long as it's open-ended and um and it's cooperative. Uh, well, I would say for, for young, young kids, it'll be probably parallel play, but that's fine. That's what you need. <laughs> Anytime you can establish a connection. Um, 
So that's step two, let them play. And step three is play with them. And so obviously you're not going to do this at the same time as you're doing step two, but basically this is how, this is the one where you really are, you're basically facilitating, which um, is a, is a, is a real fancy word for modeling, I guess. Um, well, sort of. You're you're not encouraging imitation, which is what modeling, you're, you know, when you model something, it's just going to be imitated. But instead, what you're doing when you're facilitating is you are leading a little bit, but you're not instructing, I guess. There's, there's probably the difference. Um, if you think about all the different kinds of play that there are in the world, some of the ones that I've thought of are things like dramatic play. So playing with puppets, acting, something like that. Um, artistic play, which is, you know, with a paintbrush or with a marker or with your fingers or with clay, um, or with, you know, any number of other artistic endeavors, uh, that you can do that, that are, that is, that constitutes play. Reading together is a kind of play. When you read to your child, that's totally play. Um, word play like rhyming and, and word games and, and, um, just the kind of silly, poems that we will make up in our spare time, you know, just to be goofy or whatever. Um, singing, those, those are that I feel like singing is actually at this age with young kids, singing is another kind of wordplay because we can take simple tunes and put whatever words we want in them. And, and um, sometimes they get sung back to us, which is very fun. I have not ever done a music episode, have I? Um, I'm going to write down somewhere that I want to do an episode on music. And I mean, that's really funny because I, um, as an undergrad, took a class in, it was called Music for Classroom Teachers. And uh, I think it's time to revisit that music and um, I'll just say music and play. And hopefully I will remember what that means. <laughs> so music is another kind of play. Um, just talking. Talking is a kind of play. <laughs> Sharing ideas and questions and patterns and stuff that we see in the world. All of that is how people play. And um, you'll know you're doing it because you're feeling playful as you do. And um, that's that's really what it is, is, is being present in the, in the moment, again, screen-free, um, just playing and just seeing kind of what happens when we when we do that is a way to teach social skills because what's happening while you're playing right what's happening is you and your kid are you're quote teaching your child to take turns I'm going to sing something to you and then you're going to sing it back to me only slightly different that's one form of one game that you could play right I am going to put this puppet on my hand and it is going to have a conversation with the puppet on your hand. There are rules to conversation. There are, um, and, and th learning those rules and knowing them and mastering them is a social skill. Like these are like, if you think about what social skills really are, I, I'm still feeling, God, I'm almost feeling angry that a teacher would say we can't teach social skills, um, which is of course what this whole episode is, is based on. And um that is really objectionable to me. All we do is teach social skills. And, and I guess the one thing that I will uh, probably, as we're getting close to the end here, want to want to remember and remind you of is this. We're always teaching something. Uh, it's, it's, so it's better to be mindful about what we're teaching so that with the example that we put forward is um, the one we want our kids to take up, right? So if we are... are 
<sighs> I've been trying to think of a good example. If um, if we are okay, so here's one. If we are talking, if we have a habit of trash talking other adults, our friends, and um, we trash talk our friends. So like, in other words, you know, can you believe what someone said? Or our husbands. How about this? Our husbands, if you're, if you're um, a mom and you're listening to the show, if you're, if you're a woman and you're listening to the show and you're married to a man or your partner is a man, a lot of times um, we see and hear this in our society where women, and I'm not, I don't know if it's the same with men because maybe I just don't, I don't have the same kinds of social interactions with men, but like a lot of women just totally try, can you believe my husband did this crazy thing? Like how, why, what was he thinking? Like, why did he, like throwing husbands under the bus seems to be an acceptable form of um, conversation. Well, guess what? (laughs) Um, And I I guess I, I, I won't say guess what. I mean, I know you know this, right? You probably know what's coming and I don't mean to sound jerky about it um, or judgy about it. But I guess this is something that I do feel quite strongly about. If you are trash talking your husband, your your child's stepfather, your child's daddy, um, particularly if, if your child is a boy, what they're taking in there it, on some level, and believe me, it's true <laughs> that they take this stuff in, um, is is that like, they they have a they come out with a negative view of husbands and um or they can come out with that and and the more often you do it obviously the the and the more you do it around them the 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 tougher it is but a lot of times we'll say oh they're just 5 years old like what do they know um so to my shame one time not not, not this is not a story about trash talking my husband um which i have always tried really hard not to do i can't say i've never done it but i can i can say that i became conscious of it really early on in our relationship that other people did this and i decided i didn't want to but one time um well when i was when my kids were young i um so talking about modeling singing right <laughs> i would play music that i had always played so music with swears in it music um that had lyrics in it that I'd never, literally never thought of as an issue at all. And then one day, um, I, this happened more than once actually. So, um, cause you, you know, they're, they're one year old, they're two year old, they're three, they're four, they're five. And you're thinking like, eh, I don't have to worry about music with swears in it because, or music with bad idea, not bad ideas, but music with adult themes, I guess I'll say, um, I don't have to worry about this. There's no way he knows what the what the lyrics are. And then one day, I I won't say which song this was. Um, but actually, I will say what song it was. It was one of the Adam Sandler um, Thanksgiving songs. So he did three or four iterations of that. And this was one of them. And and uh, my my son was in the bathtub. He was five years old, and he was singing the most egregious line from this song. And he he sang it in the most beautiful, clear little boy voice. And it was such a cringeworthy moment. And I just remember going in there and saying, like, please don't ever sing that and, you know, again. And I'm sorry I sang it in front of you. And then somewhere around there, so he might have been a little older or a little younger, there's a song by Fleetwood Mac called Secondhand News. And it does have adult themes in it. And so one day he he um he came up to me. He didn't know the song was called Secondhand News. It's like one throwaway line at the end of the song. It's a great song, by the way, but maybe not, you know, I wish I had thought differently about this. So what he 
did was he came up to me and he said, mom, can you play that song that goes? And he gave this lyric that was just, I was like, oh my God. And he didn't even know what it meant, of course, but it was really cringeworthy for me. So like, um, kids hear and see everything. <laughs> so in your play, just know that. <laughs> and, um, you know, know that things like that will happen and forgive yourself because if you don't, you know, you, you could beat yourself up all the time and that's not good either. Um, and, and try and make, be really aware of what you're, what you're modeling and what you are, um, what you're pouring into your children's eyes and ears because they see and hear everything. So, um, I, I mean that, and I want to go out on this episode now and I want to leave it in a good way. I want you to sort of feel, happy and 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 engaged and excited about the idea of teaching your child social skills because really this isn't that difficult it is something that we do all the time anyway um we we are always teaching social skills just make sure that they're the right ones you know so expose your kids to other kids that's step one let them play with these other kids um with you observing but not intervening unless you must because uh, something major has happened but you those things don't happen too too often um so anyway let them play and then step three is play with them and this is really the most kind of instruction but it's really not instruction it's just enjoying playtime with your kiddos um those are the ways that we teach social skills so i really hope that's helpful um and I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me. It means more than I can say that you are here and that you have listened all the way to the end. Um, I have a special thanks to our producer, the man who was so good with the uh, the third one of playing with them when they were kids. Um, he, he is dressed up in more Superman capes and um, run around the house uh, and gotten up to more hijinks than... than um, I think even that I did <laughs> uh, when he, when it was when it was his playtime with the kiddos and and um, we've all got those good memories now but most importantly um, well I think maybe most importantly we do have those good memories but it was as important that he got to do that and experience that and his boys got to experience that with him he is the twenty ooh, he's just now the almost almost the twenty two time winner of the husband of the year award Benjamin Culp happy anniversary my love. And um, he makes his show sound amazing, and I'm so grateful for him. And I'm also grateful to you. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to We Turned Out Okay. I want to date to Australia. Find us on the web at weturnedoutok.com, where you'll find show notes and more. What do you call cheese that's not yours? Nacho cheese. And remember, we only go around once. To be the best parents we can be, let's relax and enjoy the ride. I want to pee in the woods. Theater, 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 theater,